four. Bruce Cahoon, third place at the time is number eight, Brad James. Fourth place is number four. Welcome to the Oso Moto Show, a moto podcast for fans, made by fans. Talking moto rumors and results. All right, everyone. How you doing? This is Brad. I'm your extra special host today. Uh, we have Austin James. How's it going? What show are we on? Uh, good. It feels uh, feels good to be on this side of the show for a change. I'm interested to see how this goes, though. Of the show, which is the Oso Moto Shows. Thank you, Ethan. Yeah. So yeah. we talk about racing. We talk about our fantasy, and we tend to make a lot of fun of Anthony. Yeah. Because he just takes it. Let's be clear that our fantasy, when we talk about our fantasy, we're talking about motocross fantasy. Like, no other fantasies are being discussed. Not every girl's fantasy? Not this time. Okay. All right. That's true. Motocross fantasy. We have the Pulp MX, which we all play. And then we have come up with our own Oso fantasy, which is creating some pain for several players. So there might be some editing we need to do for next year but anyway we also have ethan james how's it going ethan hanging in there unfazed by my osomoto stuff unfazed unfazed hey you had a decent you did okay no no he no he he didn't (laughs) he did that's not it though and and finally joining us i think after a two-week absence double a anthony alcorta hey I was here for the end of last week's pod. I, I made it. And also, since we're talking about fantasies, I feel like I should get this off my chest. I don't know if this oh, is a boy. fantasy or if it's just a dream, dream, but feel free to cut me off when it gets too uncomfortable for you. So it has to do with chocolate and a fountain and uh, me. <laughs> and I'm hoping you guys are going to cut me off soon. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You've, gone, you've gone too far. <laughs> So you're How a you chocolate the line. Yeah, that was creepy. That'd be awesome. Well, I was trying to think yeah, of what's like a really cool fantasy. And it, you know, like those those marshmallows you dip in chocolate, right? Like a chocolate fountain. And then you stick Where your you going with this? under. Well, just imagine if you could just stick your head under there and all the chocolates is going into your mouth. Is this That's Golden it. Corral? The chocolate fountain in Golden Corral? Or? Well, they have one of those, I think. You know, the old it's people like, can imagine, go. Imagine the, the drop ride at Fiesta, Texas, where, you know, it drops and then all this water just pours on you if you're in the splash zone, but it's filled with chocolate. That's what I'm wanting. That's what I'm looking for. How old are you, Anthony? We're not backing you on that one, sir. No I'm more only, fantasy talk for you. I'm the only one here with little. No. What are we on? The Motopod? Okay. So, <laughs> Bud's Creek, pretty good racing. Everybody watched it, I assume. Did Austin and Ethan, did y'all watch it together again? Y'all just living the dream out there? We did. We grilled some Man. Wagyu beef burgers. What? Yeah. Some queso. Some root beer. It'd be nice. An invite would be nice, huh, Anthony? Yeah. Would you have come? Possibly. Yeah. If I would have known before Saturday, I'd plan my day around Wagyu hamburgers. You know any fat people? <laughs> Never had we got, Wagyu. <laughs> we got two more packs. We can do it sometime. I can confirm it's pretty legit. Who cooked them? Ethan? Ethan did, yeah. Solid job. Ethan's known as the burger cooker in our family for some reason. Yeah, he had some uh, jalapeno seasoning 
this time that really hit the spot. And the queso might have been the best part. Uh, we, we found this queso last weekend and uh, big fan. Big fan. It's purchased queso? Yes. Yes. That's kind of lame, the, isn't it? Well, your brass probably going to make fun of the name. It's called like Cowgirl Culinary. Yeah, I'm going to make fun of it. I'm sure you have okay. fun with that. Hold on, Brad. How else do you make queso? You don't buy stuff to make queso at the store? Yeah, what's, but you make it. What's the difference? You're buying stuff to make it. Did you buy a pre-seasoned frozen patty and throw it on the grill? That's right. No. That's, that's right. the difference. You can't hate on it until you try it. That's that's. It's cowgirl. I can hate on it. Look at Anthony. He's really thinking about something. Go ahead, Anthony. You're the I'd expert. Like to- I'd like to edit my fantasy next to the chocolate adjacent to the chocolate fountain is a cowboy cowgirl queso fountain as well. Okay, y'all can continue. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Sign me up. (laughs) He's double A for a reason. So, (laughs) oh, oh, double fountain. All righty, all righty. Um, no, it's pretty good racing. Who was who was you most impressed with, Anthony? Really good race, four fifties. Who were you impressed? Oh, with? you know what? I was in, uh, depressed when I saw Bogle lose it on the first turn because I had him on my fantasy. But um, it was good. It was really nice to see Fernandez passing people. Uh, you know, catching up. He was like in seventh or something, and then he passed up uh, Tomac and Sexton. Or I guess he was in fourth. Um, he he eliminated some of the damages from rocks and just taking it away auto one um and then just just dominating in in moto two almost all the way right he did he went two one for the overall yes he did yeah he lost no points yeah, he so that was his biggie he lost no points to Keen. he was so mad <laughs> he couldn't catch uh rocks in the end you see that you yeah. should have tried a little harder he's filthy started right, a little better like- how's that Pumping yeah. his hands against the pedals, like no, 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 I wanted it. No, 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 I wanted it. <laughs> the pedals. <laughs> All right, Ethan, what do you think on four fifties? Most impressed? I was very impressed that Aaron Plessinger gave it a shot. After oh, that. come on! I was. He, okay. What lasted ten minutes? Yeah. Um, just just going in deeper. I liked. Seeing Shiz go eleven thirteen. Ooh, he after, stole mine. Yeah. Really, he stole mine, man. Yeah, so he, yeah. Austin impressive. had Austin had Chiz all the way long on this fantasy pick. That was impressive. That was, and I said, "There's not enough reward." I would would have never thought he'd I done that him. well. So he did really I had well him too. No, both of y'all did. Okay, yeah. Probably Ferrandis was most impressive though. He he would have caught Roxon if there was. I don't know. 20 more seconds of that race. Yeah. In Moto Yeah, I was impressed with the Roxon. What he did. He you know, yeah. he tied for the win, but he didn't just totally different track from Unadilla. Everybody talked about how that was his type of track. And this one's more of the Charger Eli Fernandez track where they do better on. And he looked really well. And he didn't uh, you know, they talked about the humidity and how hot it was. He didn't fade. He didn't do his usual Kenny stuff, which we were worried about him doing at the end of the season. So he he was, I mean, Fernandez won, obviously. I mean, he he was awesome, but he's been awesome. So just for Kenny to stay stay up there like he did, I was impressed. So it was good. Yeah. So we had uh, so them two did what they do. We had Tomac 
kind of did a Tomac in the first, but not too bad. But he just doesn't have it like, he, you know, he's just not. I even said it on the podium. Those other two guys are just faster than him at this point. So um, Chase with that ugly mint green gear. I was not a fan. If y'all can tell. Um, did really, did did what he does. He kind of fell back in that last moto, which I was kind of surprised. But then you go back to Kyle Chisholm, give me 11. Cody Shock with a nine. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Ethan, who is this uh, – what's his name? Who got the Runkles? Was that your pick, Austin? Rolling with like Runkles. A, sounds like Is that sickness. both of y'all? Uh, I had like the Runkles early. this weekend, yes. That sounds like an early settler. Sounds like a disease the early settlers died from. The runkles. The runkles. He had the runkles. That's a very good point. Jacob Runkles, my man, the 270, going 13-16, 15th overall. Solid 90 points in Pulpamex. Uh, nobody else believed too, right? in the runkles, but I was rolling with them. Yeah, it, it was a good pick. You had a you had you, a good good fantasy except for one guy. That I almost picked as well. Let's not Go even ahead. mention him today. Let's just—he's okay. not even mentionable. Uh, oh, we'll mention him. Oh, no, well, he's getting mentioned. Ethan, what you got? Hey, I don't know who you guys are talking about, but can we talk about Mark Springs for a little bit? <laughs> Jerk move, man. What did What did he do? <laughs> how did he? How well did he do this? So was that injury? Was that bike problem? Do we know? Well, I have a little insight on that, but I. I think I want to leave that to the island segment. Uh, this kind of goes uh, along with Ethan as well. Ethan has oh, I know exactly has an expanded island segment as well. Um, Ooh, nice. So we'll we'll discuss. Why don't we just skip March Banks altogether in the two fifties? We'll talk about him in the island segment. All right. Well, let's. Yeah. Uh, any other? We're wanting to have a little shorter show this week. Any other four fifty talk? Anybody else? A note that we want to mention how well they did, how bad they did. Yeah, I just want to mention something on Roxon really quickly. It's amazing how good Roxon is. Newsflash, right? Breaking news. Roxon is incredibly consistent. You can pick him for that first lap leader every week. He's going to get it. He has insane speed on the first lap. We really haven't seen him fade at all this summer, uh, considering what we saw in Supercross. And he was sick at Washougal. It sounds like he was legitimately sick with something that kept him down, even going back to Millville. He's just really strong, very fast. His technique is amazing. He looks cool on the bike. He throws insane whips. Roxon is very, very good. And if it wasn't for Ferrandis having the summer of his life, Roxon would easily have this championship in the bag. He's still supplying the pressure. He only dropped two seconds there at the end of Moto2. Um... I'm just really impressed with his whole summer up to this point and the consistency that he's shown. I mean, again, I know Washougal was was a rough one for him, but I'm also just a big fan of Roxanne in general. He he loves the USA, and he seems to be a lot more open and honest uh, in his interviews than a lot of the other guys are. Uh, Tomac won't give you nothing. He's not telling you anything about his program or what's going on with him, uh, but Roxanne will put stuff out there and just be open and honest. And I like his attitude too. He's always given that thumbs up at the end of every race, even when he gets beat by Ferrandis. And then with Ferrandis being mad at the end of Moto1, I think that was a great display of why he 
is in the position he's in to win this championship. He means it. He's he's wanting to get back on top after a few weeks off of getting smoked, getting taken to the woodshed by Kenny. He is uh, he's he was back to mean business this weekend, and I think when he didn't get him in Moto One, he's like, oh man, it's happening again. And he really wanted it in Moto Two. Uh, that was probably one of the better motos of the whole year, considering how close all four of those guys were most of the race. Um, and it's just interesting to see them keep Tomac at bay when it seemed like Tomac was kind of having a classic run. Like he was, he was going super fast too, but I guess we really have reached that point with Tomac where he's not as strong as he, he has been yeah, in the past. So. So Someone has a man crush. You Thunderbird like him. Someone awesome. has a man crush. I will say huh? Roxon must Ooh. be like a very fast twitch guy because he's always in the front and he is the greatest first lap rider in the history of motocross, in my opinion. He, he like, Tomac wasn't even there in that first moto. He went around Tomac so fast, and then he blew by Webb. Um, that, was, that was pretty sweet. No, that first lap, he passed both those guys. It was really impressive, super fast. I, I didn't pick the first lap leader because they were talking about how short it is to the first turn and or to the finish line from the starting line. I was like, well, I'm not going to risk it. And then I saw that start and I'm like, all right, I mean, he's not going to get it. And he passed both of them. Yeah. I was very mad because I'm sure a couple of y'all had him as a first lap leader. So I need to learn my lesson there. He's, he's yeah, impressive I, this, on those I made the laps. same mistake, but even if he starts third or fourth, he's probably getting to the first to the front by the end of that yeah. first lap. So lesson learned there. Yeah, it's a foregone conclusion, right? Spoiler alert for the rest of the, of the modal world, but the above average fantasy guys that we are, we always go, you know, Roxon and Justin Cooper, right? That's what I'm doing. Fantasy. Yeah. Ethan, right? Are you, are you, you still up? above? Are you, are you two row, still? Yeah. Ab- are y'all still above average? Can you say that? Yeah. Can you? I was, I was yesterday. <laughs> what were you? Anyway. I was right when I saw uh, Tomac there in the right, you know, one, he was like second or third after the first turn. I could hear Brad in my mind going, he's back. He is back. He is back. But he didn't get all the way back. So, no. so no, Ray Roxon was very impressive. You're, you were right, Austin. Your, your love for him is, is valid. You have a good reason to love him so much. Well, I'm not saying I love him. I just feel like his narrative this season and the last few seasons has been. <laughs> Roxon's so good, but he's going to fade and he's going to lose in the end. And that's all people focus on is, yeah. oh, he got no, second. He, he didn't win. He got second. And I saw something on Racer X earlier this week about if you total up Supercross and Motocross points, he's winning by a long shot on you know his dominance. And I think he still has, what, seven to five motos on Ferrandis on Moto Wins. And yeah. like, like we said, yesterday's – track conditions and weather and everything for him not to for him to do what he did it's well i was gonna say austin you know brad's talking about this love you have for rock uh for oxen and i'm just realizing austin and roxon kind of rhyme um yeah i don't know if that's why but did you want to get like a statue of roxon you know in between the queso and the chocolate fountain sure let's do or, it let's do, do you, it do you know a it's sculptor ice sculptor an ice sculptor yeah, let's get an ice sculpture no. Kenny throwing a whip over the chocolate fountain. 
for this for our season wrap party yeah, we're gonna have we'll have Anthony's fountain of chocolate and queso for him, and we'll have an ice sculpture of Kenny. How's that? I like it. No, I, I like that, it. I all I'm saying is Roxon doesn't seem to be appreciated by how good he really is this year. Yeah, because this is the first year he hasn't done that. And I'm going to say dot, 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 yet. There's still three think, races left. Are you saying the media is tired of Roxon? They're jaded? This is the first year he's doing what he's doing, so they've kind of been valid in what they've been saying. Well, I know, but even in Supercross, he would get out and dominate. Webb would track him down and destroy him, you know, like Webb does. And it was always Roxon's – it was like Roxon's a weenie because he got second. That's how everyone would talk about him. Uh, and in the outdoors, he's winning a lot more than Ferrandis is. But well, people, I'm just saying there's no hype around Roxon's riding. Like last if, weekend if, was insane how good he rode. And it was just like, Roxon got a 1-1. All right. You if know. I finish first in fantasy, then yes, everybody that gets second is a weenie. He's throwing some language out But there. we still get some payout. So Roxon got plenty of payout. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. All right, we can. I see what on. you're paying. I I understand what you're saying, but this is the first year he hasn't dropped off, so they've kind of been valid. So now he's, you know, he's proving them wrong. How's that? I'm trying to defend Ethan wrong. here uh, for his Waterburger aspirations with Anthony because yeah. he really, mm. I think he doesn't want to pay for Anthony's meal more than he wants a free one. Uh, Am I wrong on that? <laughs> hey, well, on one point, well, this would be a good – go ahead, Ethan. Well, yesterday, it was more of a joke the whole day. But just every time one of my riders would do something bad or Anthony's riders would be like on the cusp of double points. Like I think it was Mumford was 14th, the whole moto. And then at the end, he got the 13th. And it was like, stupid Anthony. <laughs> like, I was like – <laughs> I'm so mad at Anthony. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was not really upset that Plessinger pulled off. I hate to say that, but the stupid fantasy does that to us. Yeah, that, yeah, that I get hurt. you. Hey, real quick, you know who's the only guy that beat Plessinger overall? Uh, think, let me look. What do you mean by that? The only guy. Plessinger Everybody. got 41st overall. There's only one guy that he beat. Oh, oh yeah. No. Was it Stepic? The other Mark- guy. Fantasy team, March Banks, March Banks, Jace Kessler. He did that bad after doing so well last week. Yeah, y'all were on him last week. He started 36 in Moto One, went down. I think he had a bike issue or got hurt one because he DNF'd uh, Moto Two. All right, we're going to segue into uh, 250s as I am one more, one point closer to getting my Whataburger. As uh, Jet Lawrence went two two and beat out Cooper with his one four. Yeah, what do you think this? about the two fifty racing? It was awesome. looking really good for me after Moto One, and Coop can't he cannot do the second motos, guys. Like what what are, what is wrong with him? Cooper is doing what Tomac did the first of the season, where he would just do nothing on the first moto and then figure it out on the second. This is like the second week in a row where he's done really well in the first moto and then just disappears in the – he didn't disappear. I mean, it's hard to say he disappeared with the fourth, but he wasn't anywhere close. Um, I don't know. It's very strange. Who knows what, what the reasoning? Fitness? 
can't be fitness, can it? He just gets tired for that second moto. Spends too much energy getting that first. Could there be any correlation to what happened to him at Washougal with that Washougal. massive crash pushing in Moto2 where he's just yeah. like backing off in Moto2? Did y'all listen to the pulp with DB on there? Yeah. No. Talking about how he didn't – he wasn't saying it, but he said it's a possibility that Cooper is – there's some injuries there that he's just not telling anybody about. He's not hadn't been riding during the week, which makes sense. He's getting, he's just giving it all his first moto, and he didn't have anything left in the second moto, maybe. But it's strange hmm. that whole that whole. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at Jeremy Martin went, you know, third in the first moto, wasn't looking that great. I mean, he was good, but second moto, he was unbeatable. Um, Jet Lawrence, Mister yeah, Consistency, like- does go two two, so that's odd. Consistent day for the Jet. Your your boy was brought up, so you woke up. I saw that. You perked up when you heard Jet. <laughs> no, I was going to say that sounds a lot like me during my days riding. You know, I used to I used to kill it in Moto One, but then my Moto Two, I was just exhausted. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Fitness. Anyway, so Fitness. when your glutes are just, solid. I thought it was really impressive the way Jet went from seventh to second in like two laps you know, or a lap and a half. That was crazy. Of course, Hampshire falling did kind of help it, but uh, still, that, the way you passed his back to back, that was nice. So Anthony, would you say jet is a weenie for going two two? Hmm. I would. <laughs> he got eight. <laughs> so he's one less point weenie. <laughs> That's not the answer. The question. No, I don't call people. Weenie. All right. Okay, good deal. Hey, I was looking Austin uh, for Styles. I did not see him on the podium. He wasn't there, right? No, he's uh, he, he's okay. giving these guys one more week of opportunity. He he wants J Mart and Jet and Coop to get as many podiums as they can before he shows up to teach them how it's done. We got three yeah. weeks left. <laughs> yeah, it, it, for that bet for nothing. Yeah. Time to get Forkner. Forkner showed some promise. Finally, I was. Uh, I was wondering how far he'd fade back. He didn't go back as far as I thought, so that's a little bit of an improvement. He didn't go back far enough for me. I was hoping he'd go farther. Hey, well, Ethan, what is it? Is it conditioning or just what's wrong with him? What do you think? I thought I don't have anything to complain about for him. That was his best weekend. He put together two good motos. I think that's all you can ask for from him. He's had... Weekends where he's gotten one good moto and then really bad uh, second one, but I think he's yeah, I think he's on the rebound. He's on the rise. He's on the rebound. Wonder Boy Levi Kitchen stunk it up. Everybody thought he was the the new thing with a sixteen yeah. sixteen. That was kind of I surprising. A, I have a report on that. A report? Yes, Fire. sir. Yeah, Levi Kitchen good. got got wiped out with COVID, and uh, <laughs> they need help wanted sign on the front window. Unemployment. Wow. It's hurting him. I get it. Anything on your boy Hammaker, Ethan? I know you picked him. Um, what happened on that? Did he get hurt? He uh, didn't start the yeah, second that's moto? Part of, that's part of my island routine is the no, media's that, lack of reporting on Hammaker's practice session. Gotcha. He took a pretty good one, and then they had to rebuild his bike, and it was questionable they, if he was They failed start to mention that on Twitter. Okay. Got it. I get it. I get it. Uh, scrolling through the results, this some guy in 38. 
no reason to mention him. Uh, anybody else? Anything else we want to talk about? Good old Jerry uh, Robin. Y'all saw him. Yeah. Yep. On the as he fell again, that was pretty good to see. Consistent. That was yeah. sad. I he had a career day going. Career day. Jarrett Fry was in his hometown of Mechanicsville, Maryland. And I went with Fry. Who else went with Fry? Me. I went with Fry. So that that uh, we canceled each other out there. That first moto, I was a little upset. I was like, come on, get the get get the double. Get the double. And he finally yeah. did. Yeah. Hey, uh look at Levi Newby in three. His hometown, or he's from Whitehall. That must be a country because, or like a city in a different country. Because I don't like Shimoda says Suzuka is from Japan, and then Newbie just says Whitehall, and it doesn't have a flag for his country. So I'm wondering where he's from. Nice. A couple guys here, Caden Amarine or Amarini. How do you pronounce that guy's name? He was riding top you, twenty. Like you just uh, said it. Both motos and Garrett Hoffman, first time inside the top 20 this year. Early settler. It was like a trapper. And he had a beaver. Uh, Sold beaver pelts. Yeah. Hoffman's get your beaver pelts here. Your Amarine guy, Austin, is the only 100 point guy in the 250s. We Nobody took a chance with him, only 13%. So. Yeah, he qualified pretty well. I just didn't know anything about him. And, I figured I would risk it all with March Banks instead of some no-name guy. Yeah, it did. You did well for you. It was a good choice. I had three. My three of my guys were in the top three pick train on two fifty. So I don't know what that means. If that means I'm falling Playing the lead, or I'm just awesome, or I'm just awesome at picking. Playing it safe. I will take that. All right, Anthony, who had the best gear of the weekend? Quick, okay. quick response. Because there's one guy who's always really nice, and there's Wait. one guy that stood out. Hey, what? this is my segment. Who, what, no, one guy hosting. had the best gear? You're hosting. Huh? This your segment. I, it was my segment, too. I'll say, say one. And two then guys. Back. Just say it. Say your, say Jed and who? Jed no, and Dylan. No, no. Jed and I, Dylan. I say, is this going to be another hour and a half podcast? <laughs> I said Eli Tomac <laughs> always looks really nice, like a monster energy can just coming at you. I have a feeling if, you know, he's in your rearview mirror, it's like, me looking in my rearview mirror and seeing red and blue lights, and I just freeze up. I hope he's not coming after me. I just imagine <laughs> seeing that monster energy can coming at me would be like, you know, I'd fall off the edge of my bike. Anyway, <laughs> so he always looks but good, though. I, I was all I was black. Liking, you like the all black gear. I get it. I, I, I was also liking uh, Marvin Muskin, the orange and with the black pants. I thought that looked really cool. Red Bull KTM. Ethan thought that, too. Has Marvin ever been in the conversation for a lit kit ever no alpine star stinks big um, stinky so of your two which is your favorite of those two guys i had to mention eli tomac because i've been wanting to talk about how he looks like a monster energy can um but i did, did this weekend, I did like, all black I, yeah and i did like uh Muskin, though you can't answer the question kenny all right. Who's Austin? That sounds like an Anthony move right there. Um, I would have to go with uh, PC once again. Um, really? Okay. I'll be honest. I don't feel like the jerseys have been that great this outdoor season. Uh, you see them all out on the track. There's really no one I'm ever like, man, look at that. It's always just a bunch of the same 
Uh, yeah, I'll go with PC. This weekend, I felt that way. I had a rough time even picking one. There, nobody really stood out. Like last week, PCs was really awesome, and I liked. I can't say uh, you know Chase had the red, white, and blue, and then Hunter had it on this weekend. So I'm not going to say the same guy. But I'll let Ethan go, and then I'll finish it up. Did you have any anything that uh, stood out to you this weekend? Well, I don't know. I I thought that Jets gear looked good with all the roost. Yeah, uh, he's on the podium, and Ethan's like, "Dude, his gear's awesome." Wait, is that all dirt on there? Yeah, it was white, but he got roosted the whole moto, and it looked it looked pretty good actually. I liked it. I'm going to contradict myself, which I do often. I had. How I said last week, Thor just looks the same every weekend. But I like, you know, Dylan's look. Or just say J-Mark because he didn't wear a chest protector. The two, the dark blue and the light blue jersey with the monster green and the helmets. Yeah. Have had some green on it. They look pretty, of the ones this weekend, like I said, there wasn't a lot that just stood out. But that looked pretty, that would be my favorite of, of the week. So, all righty. Uh, we we'll touch on fantasy real quick and our uh, on the pulp. Fantasy, um, we'll touch on it because I won and Anthony lost. So that's why we want to talk about that. And that's right. He beat me by three points in pulp. No. Where did it go? What kind of hosting is this? It's horrible hosting. <laughs> oh, there we go. You got yeah. last place, buddy. I know. Yeah, that's why so earlier when I you're like, first. Ethan had a solid day. I'm like, what are you talking about? In the Oso, he did. Oh, I didn't know you were saying Oso. All, All right, right Brad, I don't what you talk got? About what do you got, Brad? Nothing. I'm barely. I'm Shoot. winning that, and Ethan is losing interest like he does every year in, in outdoor motocross. <laughs> hey, I've gained interest actually. I've watched both weeks, two weeks in a row, and there was good queso at both of them. You're I see a correlation. It's your brother. It's more fun yeah. in in our Oso league we have here. For the 250s, Anthony won again. Fantasy! Instead of getting 22, Ethan got 50 points. Yes. Nice. So, Anthony's still, yeah. like I said, Anthony is going to win the 250s unless something really weird happens. The battle is between me and Austin for second. I have uh, 593, and Austin has second at 602. So, there's a nine-point spread there. And, like we said, Ethan's way behind. All thanks to J-Mart. Ethan actually won the week with the 91 points. Anthony got second at 85. Austin got third with 88. And I lasted with 65. So overall points. Hold on. Anthony. You said I got second with 85. Austin got third with 88. I'm sorry. Austin got second. Um, Yes, you're right. Yes. Got third. This is you a first for me. Here? I got second Whoa. in the four fifties. I want to be third. Has Anthony and Brad ever gone three four ever? I want to be losers. I don't know. Three four. That's some numbers and stuff. If you ask me, third and fourth. Anthony passed me up. He's at eight fourteen. I am now at eight hundred. Ethan is at seven ninety four. So, ooh, you're twenty points Andrew. out. That's what I mean. You're still in it. Tell me, there's a chance. Yes, there's a chance. And Austin at six thirty-eight. Yeah, there's a lot of numbers. I get confused, guys. I'm Wait, sorry. What is Austin at? Six thirty-eight. All right, because Savachi is on the rise. Okay. Remember those words. I like your. I'm a, I like your. Uh, 
So I have the choice. I could have, I guess I could have picked somebody for Barsha, but I decided not to. If this week it is found out that he's not going to, he's going to sit out again, I'm going to pick up somebody because it means he's probably not going to race anymore. So I am leaving that option open. Anthony, you need to do your research on Plessinger to see if he, you can't well, pick him up for next race, but you can pick yeah, him up for the following. Yeah. So I will let you know about Barsha if I'm going to fill him or not, fill his spot. So it's very close. Anthony's winning the 250s. It's a battle for second. And the battle for the two, 450s is pretty close. 20 points between first, second, third. So Ooh, I have Roxon Webb and who? Craig. And this is how Anthony's going to lose this thing. He has, you know, he had AC. He filled him with Wilson. Wilson's going to do okay. He's not going to do anything great for you. Ferrandis, of course, is doing well. But if Plessinger's out, who are you going to pick up? And now Ethan's favorite sex segment where he just throws everybody on it. It's the Island segment. I, I me and I, I'm going to say who's off the Island. Me and Austin are officially off the Island. Yes. I could have picked a Ray. He is not racing, but I, his name was not red. I could have picked him. So I'm off the Island. Austin did not pick Thrasher. His name was not read on Austin's list, so he could have picked Thrasher. So we are off, Austin. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm happy to be off. Um, I did learn a couple things, but Ethan is going to expound on that here in a minute. I found a secret uh, area of the island, an unknown area of the island. Yeah, Ethan mentioned this is a possibility, and I uh, I went looking, went looking for it, and uh, you didn't it tell exists. Me you were going. You 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 just left me alone, huh? Yeah, well, remember when I was gone last Tuesday? That's that's where Freeze wouldn't talk to me. Freeze would not leave me alone. He just talking to me the whole time, and you just left. Thanks. Did you? Uh, are you the one that convinced him to ride two fifties next year instead of four? Yeah. What happened to the that team? That's interesting, isn't it? Well, uh, they're on I the island. Not. So, what team was uh, that, Brad? Smart Top Motos Con Song Con. <laughs> Smart Top, Moto Concept, Bullfrog Spa, no, Motos, whatever it is. MCR, Bullfrog, okay. Smart Smart Top. Good enough. Guys. What is it, Ethan? Smart Top, Bullfrog, Honda, Moto nope. Spas. <laughs> back, back in the early Conquistador days, the Savachis were a powerful family. And they went searching... <laughs> For this special island, there was something really fantastic on it, but I don't know what it is. I haven't thought of it yet. But they inhabit this island to this day. It, it's the dark side of the island where all the savages, that's where the term savage came from, savachi. Savages dwell there. And the media is sentenced to the dark side of the island because they had a guy that had DNS, he did not start, and he was beating five guys in the race that were that were racing. Uh, that lasted the entire moto. And then also, they did not update us on Seth Hamaker's horrific crash in practice. I would not have chose him if I knew that had happened. And there was something else I feel like I was complaining about yesterday, but I can't remember what it was. March Banks. Lots of complaining about March Banks. So, so you know how March Banks has stunk it up the last month and a half? 
pretty much ever since I put him on my Oso fantasy team. Um, apparently, he had surgery on his forearms for uh, arm pump. He had arm pump surgery. And no one has mentioned that. Have y'all heard this? I heard it in the broadcast yesterday yeah. for the first time. I thought yeah, it, was it takes odd. this, this fleeting comment from Weege, just randomly yeah. throws this out. Where Fascinating. Where is this information at? You guys have access to all these riders. You have their personal cell phone numbers. You know the mechanics. You know the team managers. You're around this stuff 24-7. This is your job. You can't mention that one time. You can't tweet that out. Like, what is wrong with our media? I believe, I'm with you. Preach it. Keep going. They're going to the dark side where the savages live over there. And let me tell you something. These savages are not nice. They don't play well. All right. They're going to teach you guys how to just do a simple tweet. All right. We follow every industry person there is to follow on Twitter and they don't say anything. I watch practice via Twitter. I didn't watch the actual stream. I, I looked at my Twitter feed right before the race starts, before Moto2. All we see is Hammaker barely was able to get, you know, his bike fixed, got a fast lap in, qualified. I didn't know he almost destroyed himself. He did destroy himself. Thankfully, I didn't pick him. Ethan did though. Why? Because there's nobody saying anything about this stuff. It's like at this point in the outdoors, everyone is asleep. They're, they're waking up late. They're not making the races. I don't know what's going on, but I'm disappointed with the media. I'm disappointed with all the heavy hitters. They they should be getting this information out. If we had the access you guys have, we would be letting people know these things. Because like five or ten dollars is on the line for me. Alright? And <laughs> hunting season is expensive. And so every dollar counts. Alright? And I need to know if March Banks has a surgery or not a month ago and he's struggling with arm pump. That way I don't pick him at a five. That's such a good pick. Why is he at a five? Because he's done horrible. Why is he done horrible? Because he's had arm pump issues and he got surgery and no one knows that. He's March Banks, all right? It's not like he's James Stewart or something. So y'all, we've come to this where somebody that's on the island, you're putting them on a worse part of the island. Exactly. Yes. I like it. I like it. And I like how the media is the one that puts up the timing and scoring. I like that. So that's, are you talking about Schmidt? Did not start, but he's beating everybody. I don't remember who it was, but I just kept I think it was Schmidt. How is this possible? It was uh, Ethan's, Austin's buddy. They also put Cade Clayson in like eighth for a lap as well. Y'all know his name on the stupid pulp is not Cade, it's something else? Yeah, it's William. Because I would have almost picked him last week and I'm like, well, where is Cade? I couldn't couldn't find him. Me too, yeah. That was on me. Hey Austin, let me. You know, you had your your March Banks rant. I'd like that. You have a good point. But when he qualified twelfth, you didn't have any issue, any qualms about picking him number eight of five. Well, I was looking at who qualified before and after him, and who would potentially finish in front of him in a race. I think to get fifteenth place isn't much of an ask. And he was running like top five for a couple laps at the beginning of Moto Two, and I was stoked about it. Um. So yeah, well, I felt decent. The reason I'm saying that is because he was he was picked. I was playing. I was in a golf thing yesterday morning, and he was on my team until I looked at final qualifying, and I saw that he was 12th, and I'm like, that's too much, too 
you know, too close. Yes. So, well, I couldn't pick. I couldn't pick uh, Forkner, which you guys picked yeah. this week. I picked him last week, and there was another guy that qualified really well. That oh, Hammaker. I couldn't pick Hammaker either, which I'm, I'm thankful you. I didn't after after all. But yeah, I mean, I just felt like he was a good option at that point. Um, I don't I know. It. At the it's end of the worthy. day, it's on me. It's not March Bank's fault. I just I'm blown away by how much access our media has to all these guys. This isn't the NBA or something where these guys have all these agents that you have to go through and all these channels. They can literally walk up and talk to the guy or text the guy. And they hear everything. To go on that, we, he just doesn't finish. He doesn't even, does he start the last race? He got 40th. Yeah, he started. They don't say anything. Yeah. He's like the top non-factory guy and just nothing is said of him. It is frustrating. We're too busy watching. You know, they talk about the guys following each other around. It's like, give us some more information. I get it. I feel yeah. your pain. So my island was going to have to do with Marsh Banks because I kind of felt your pain. It's like, what is, because I was watching him because I was going to pick him. And again, it's just media stuff. It's just not, the lack of information just stinks sometimes, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's if you're watching an NFL, NFL game, and one of the defensive back guys isn't out there playing, they're going to most likely tell you why. You know, oh, he's pulled a hamstring. You know, it's just weird. It's like, what are all of the producers doing for 40 minutes during the race? Are they asleep in the back corner? Like, why aren't we... If I was there and my job is to help produce the show, I'm going to be looking at that, and I'm going to be like, hey, we need to find out what just happened to March Banks or this guy or that guy, right? They don't don't do that. I like it. I'm with you. I that, that's what I was. Gonna, I didn't know if it was a bike issue. I was going to grab about these small satellite, small non-factory teams always having race. You know, bikes with having issues with bikes that don't last the moto. You know, going back to Chaparral, what they did, and you know, Club MX. If that was the case, but I don't know if it was injury or the bike. So it was an invalid. It was a non-document, a non-verified gripe. So. That's it. Anthony, what you got? No fantasy um, talk, please. We, 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 so me and the family, we all get taken off of the island because I was able to watch the races and watch a little of the qualifying. So good job for us. We're off. You're the only one that watched live, I think. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I watched them live in between trying to mow my lawn. Long story there. Um, but if I had to, if I had to throw somebody on the island and it's, pretty rough you know for all the animosity that austin has <laughs> against the media um nice uh, you're back on the island hey yeah you're back <laughs> on buddy you're back on better watch out you may get sent to the dark side <laughs> do we want to throw vince freeze on the dark side of the island now or just wait till next yes. season when he does something at anaheim well, let's like, wait until he takes right. out like uh takes out one of the top 450 250 guys in the first turn okay we'll wait takes out jet jet and we'll let anthony throw him throw him hey. far, far into the deep this is super random is weston pike gonna be back next year no oh, he's out he's done. he never got his vision back to 100 he needs 100 goggles Oh, hey, Brad. This guy got la- hey, this guy got landed on in a race, Anthony. His head got landed on by a, hel- by a bike, literally. 
Come on, man. That was good. If there's the only one that laughed. I think that what was he needs said, goggles. He, said he never got his vision back fully, and I said he needs 100% goggles. Was your question about Pike just to lead up so you could say your joke? No. Maybe? Okay. No, you're the one who set him up, so. Tasha, if you need partials, dentures, implants, just someone to talk to. Call Tasha. Her phone number. At, what's your number, sir? 571-505-7713. And she will fill it. She will fill your needs for dental cosmetic issues. How's that? She's now in Austin now, too. She just got a call back from somebody who's and she's going to start working on them. And they're up nice. in Austin. She's had some non-related customers, which is big. So this is it's it's growing, guys. This is nice. Working. Good job. Fill the gap. Fill it. Fill it. Dude, I wonder if she'll get any calls from Osumoto Show listeners. Fill it. Go on, fill it. Challenge. Believe it. No, well, thanks for perfect. listening to those. So- <laughs> <laughs> you got a taste of it. Yes, Ooh. this is what it's like. <laughs> nice. Bring it. I like it. Well, thanks for listening to the Oso Moto Pod. Please leave some comments on Twitter. We would like to know what y'all think, how bad we are, how good we are. And uh, we will talk to y'all next week after uh, Muddy Creek, correct? Iron Man. Iron Man at Muddy Creek. Yes, sir. Yep. Have a good week, guys. Adios. We'll see y'all. Take care. Winner of the first boat, number 747, riding, climbing, get followed by number four. Bruce Good, third place at the time is number eight. Brad James. That's right. Fourth place, number four. That's right. Five ninety. Brad having some problems in this slippery turn, spinning out in the effort to catch Michael. Whoopsie.